Alright guys, it has finally happened. Zero the hero, Russell Westbrook himself is a Los Angeles Laker. Yes, the trade was about a week ago, but now it is official. Number zero will be in La La Land. And yes, if you didn't hear me correctly, Russell Westbrook will be wearing number zero. He is back and he is elite and he is magnificent. And the Los Angeles Lakers brought Palenka, Frank Vogel, and staff have put some players around Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. I'm not worried at all about this working. I think this team is going to be special. Welcome back to the Westbrook Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets a chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Let's get it. Guys. Russell Westbrook's a Los Angeles Laker. Will Russell Westbrook beside LeBron James work? That's the question right now. People can't figure out their retirement home or if it's a super team. That actually makes me laugh. And you can't be both. If you're going to complain, at least pick one. But will it work is the question. Guys, you know, from day one, I'm not worried. This is two of the greatest playmakers of all time. This is two of the greatest playmakers in the league right now. I'm not worried about them meshing together. They're going to make plays for each other. They're going to make steals and block shots and get out on the break, get out on the break together. Guys, Russell Westbrook runs 21.6 miles an hour from baseline to baseline if he has the ball. Can you imagine if Russell Westbrook has the ball and LeBron James is streaking down there with him? What the hell are you going to do with that? I'm not worried. But let's talk about the half court. Guys, Russell Westbrook and and. And LeBron James are not the only people on the floor. Basketball is a team game. It's the ultimate team sport. Everybody has to play both sides. Everybody has to play together. Everybody has to do their job. It's not just Russell Westbrook and LeBron James. Not to mention LeBron James, I think he shot 36 from from three last season. That's not great, but that's not terrible either. And there's been years that he shot 37, 38, 40% from the three-point line. Shot 40% in the three-point line. I think his second season in Miami. And I think it was on about five attempts. Come on, guys. It's cool. It's going to be okay. They're not the only people out there either. Wayne Ellison shoots over 40%. Carmelo Anthony shoots over 40%. Malik Monk shoots around. He shot, I believe, he shot 40% last season on five attempts. Wayne Ellington can stroke it. What are, what are we worried about? They put shooters around them. Then they put rim protectors around them as well. We've already got Anthony Davis there. They put in Dwight Howard. Mark Gasol can shoot three. What? what I just... I, I did, Kendrick Nunn can shoot the three. We were... You got to worry about them as a unit. You have to worry about them as a lineup. LeBron James and Russell Westbrook aren't going out there playing two on five. I mean, that's a pretty good team to have to go two on five. But they're not going out there two on five. I mean, who would you start? Russell Westbrook at the one? Um, I, who can't base more at the two? Or do you go... Wayne Ellington, I think for defensive purposes, you go Kent Bazemore. Um, we'll see what the Lakers do. 
At small forward, you go LeBron James. At the four, you go Anthony Davis. And then do you go Marcus Hall at the five? I don't know. See, I'm just throwing out a starting lineup. Or do you go, or do you go um Russell Westbrook at the one? Uh do you go Kendrick Nunk or Malik Monk at the two? And bring Wayne Ellington off the bench? I don't think you do that. But I'm just throwing out hypotheticals. Or do you go Russell Westbrook at the one? Wayne Ellington at the two. Or, uh, no, I'm sorry. Kent Bazemore at the two. Tyler Horton Tucker at the three. LeBron at the four. Davis at the five. You just have to figure out how you're going to do it. Are you going to prioritize shooting in the first time? Or are you going to prioritize defense in the first lineup? How the Frank Vogel puts this lineup together is what matters. It's not whether or not LeBron James and Russell Westbrook by themselves, two on five, can work. I'm not worried about this working at all. They're playmakers. LeBron James is very cerebral. I believe they'll figure it out. It may take a little bit of time for it to really look seamless. That's what any any duo or trio when they first start playing together. The big three of Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, and, and, and LeBron James is going to work. I don't worry about that at all. Um, not to mention that Russell Westbrook and LeBron James are going to have to share uh, time with the basketball. I think that's actually good for Russell Westbrook. I think that Anthony Davis is probably, for the most part, in the half-court set going to be the first option. Uh, a, a lot of the times, Russell Westbrook can cut off of that, come off screens. Pin, he can do all of this stuff that he didn't get to do the rest of his career for the most part, except for when he was kind of in Houston. They kind of uh, he got, kind of did a lot of cutting and things like that in Houston at times. But outside of that, you know, I, again, I know I've said this before. Can you imagine Russell Westbrook coming down just downhill at 21.6 miles an hour on a cut or off a screen? Come on, what do you do with that? He's already said he's willing to work out the ball a little bit more. So they're already verbally saying they're going to sacrifice, and I know they actually have to do it. But that's, 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 I just, that is a good thing for Russell Westbrook and the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, like, and I think it is best if Davis was a center. Uh, my personal opinion, I know he doesn't like playing a center, he likes playing a four. But if you're a four and five, it's LeBron James and, and Anthony Davis. I, I, I mean, unless they, unless they pull off another four, I know LeBron likes to play the small forward as well, but he'll play, he'll play power forward too. Um, is really a point for it as far as offense is, is concerned. Um, but I do think it's best if Anthony Davis plays the five. If you got Anthony Davis at the five, then you got a little bit more shooting out there. Uh, uh, that's just how I feel. Now, so do I think it'll work? Hell yes. I'm not worried. And I think it'll work because good job, Rob Palenka. He got Wayne Ellington. He got Kendrick Nunn. He got Carmelo Anthony. He kept Tyler Horton Tucker, which I thought was important. 
He's got these players. And I think that they did a great job. Not not to mention, he snuck, they got Malik Monk, Trevor Ariza. Carmel, like I, I just, they did a good job of who they put around this big three. So, yes, I think it'll work. That's why I didn't freak out when they first got. The trade first came down. They trade all these players. Let's just wait and see who they get. I think it'll work. And they're doing a very good job. Frank Vogel also, as you know, uh, has signed a contract extension. Finally, for finally, uh, Russell Westbrook gets to play for a coach again that's not a lame duck coach. Uh, like he's done previously, Dan Tony, uh, the year before in Houston, and then uh, Scott Brooks last year. It's fine. Got there's a coach that solidify a lot uh, to be there uh, th- with the remaining two years of Russell Westbrook's contract, and I'm happy to see that. I don't want him to keep switching coaches and things like that. Um, look, this team, I think it's going to be really good. I I can't wait to see the transition of Russell Westbrook and LeBron James. That just sounds not fair. When I when I when I think about it in my head, it seems like that's not right. That should not ever happen, uh, but it's going to happen, and I'm excited to see it. Now, guys, another thing that I wanted to speak about is who is going to play until the six minute mark of the first quarter, and who's going to play until the two minute mark of the first quarter. Guys, something that has been racking my brain since the trade is that I've sat here and tried to figure out who's going to play until the six-minute mark of the first quarter and who's going to play until the two- to three-minute mark of the first quarter. Guys, typically, um, when you have more than one star, you usually, especially if they're wings or guards um, or point guards, you usually try to make sure you keep one of them on the floor at all times. And the best way to do that is that one of them comes out early in the first or mid first and another one comes out kind of late in the first quarter. And that's how you stagger and make sure there's always one of them on the floor at all times. Now, the Los Angeles Lakers have three stars, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook and LeBron James. However, Anthony Davis is a big. So I do think that we're going to have one of LeBron James or Russell Westbrook on the floor at all times. My question has been. Who's playing until the six-minute mark and who's playing until the two-minute mark? Typically, until Russell Westbrook got to Houston, Russell Westbrook always played until the two-minute mark of the first quarter. Obviously, when he got traded away to Houston and to D.C., it was no longer his team, um, and it made sense for him to come out um, at the six-minute mark and let the the remaining star to come uh, until the two-minute mark. Now, with Russell Westbrook and LeBron James... You're also thinking about the personnel. Obviously, this is LeBron James's team. I'm not saying it's not. It is 100% his team. No questions asked. However, you're thinking about the personnel that is around. And Russell Westbrook, you want to have plenty of shooters on the floor with him. So it all depends on who you're starting and then who's coming off the bench first. So let's just say, per the Bleach Report's um, suggested starting lineup, I'm not sure if this is going to be the starting lineup, but I kind of quick looked it up last night um, before I did this podcast. Early Saturday morning. I've got to get on my way to soccer practice. That's why I'm doing it early. You guys know I, I got promoted to head coach uh, of the club soccer team. So first Saturday practice. But before that, last night, I looked this up. They have point guard Russell Westbrook, shooting guard Wayne Ellington, small forward LeBron James, power forward Anthony Davis, center Dwight Howard. 
Uh, I'm not sure if this is going to be this project, the starting lineup. This is what Bleacher Report suggested. Um, this is the projection. If that is your starting lineup, that means you're coming off the bench with either Tyler Horton Tucker or Kent Bazemore or Trevor Ariza. At the four, Anthony Davis. At the five, Mark Gasol. There's actually more, although Wayne Ellington is the best shooter, there is probably more shooters coming off the bench in the second unit. So if LeBron James comes off at the six-minute mark and Russ stays until the two-minute mark, Russ will have four minutes with some combination of Kendrick Nunn, Malik Monk, Kent Bazemore, Tyler Horton Tucker, Trevor Ariza, Carmelo, and Marc Gasol. Marc Gasol can shoot the three. Anthony can shoot the three. Bazemore can shoot the three. Monk can shoot the three. None can shoot the three. In the first unit, the really only shooter is Wayne Ellington. So in my opinion, this is LeBron James's team. But in my opinion, if that is the, going to be the starting lineup, I would leave Russell Westbrook on the floor until the two-minute mark because he had the most amount of shooters around him. Uh, that second unit, guys, by no means is going to be a defensive stopping unit. It is 100% going to be a shooting unit. That's just the truth. Uh, Marc Gasol, although he's a very sound defender, he's getting up in age, can't get to spots he wants to get to. Melo, never been known for his defense. Kent Bazemore would be uh, a pretty, and Tally Horton Tucker, those would be two pretty good defenders. Um, Malik Monk, Kendrick Nunn, okay. Uh, it's gonna, that, that unit's gonna shoot, and they're gonna score. But because there's so many shooters in that lineup, my personal opinion is to leave Russell Westbrook in until the two-minute mark and give LeBron James his his rest at the six-minute, six-to-five-minute mark. Um, look, I don't know if some Lakers fans will agree, some Westbrook fans agree. You feel free to let me know uh, what you believe. But when I see that, that's what I think. If that is the starting lineup, that means all of the shooters outside of Wayne Ellington are coming off of the bench. I want Russell Westbrook to play with spacing. Guys, we've seen what they what the spacing they can play with. Or the, the spacing Russ plays with, if he has it, how elite he can be. He was outstanding in Houston the second half of that season. He was injured at the beginning. Once he got healthy, it was just so much space, and he was destroying people. He, I even made a video of him destroying the Los Angeles Lakers when he wasn't injured in the bubble before that. He was just destroying people, having the space. I would just like for him to have the space so he can pick and choose his spots. If he needs to get to the basket, he can do that. But man, will he have shooters around him when he collapses the defense. Guys, he, there will be shooters everywhere. And that is why I think that Russell Westbrook should stay in the lineup until the two-minute mark. And LeBron should be the one come out between the five and six-minute mark of the first quarter. Uh, let me know what you think. Those are my opinions. Um, I do have one more thing to say, guys. Those are the two things I want to talk about today before I head to soccer. But, guys, I did want to say something else. I thought it was very classy of the Washington Wizards franchise uh, to say thank you in a big way to Russell Westbrook uh, via social media. Uh, I, that was very appreciated by the fans. I know it was appreciated by Russell Westbrook, which is who they were going for. Um, but it was absolutely outstanding. 
very classy. Bravo uh, from the Watching Wizards and Tommy Shepard. Now I know that Ted definitely took some shots, but I'm not. I, I'm not gonna get. I'm not. I'm just gonna leave it. I'm being positive. I'm being positive. Leave that alone. But the Washington Wizards, thank you so much for that. That was that was very very awesome. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, and the Westbrook uh, fans, like all of us, would tell you, the Wizards fans, for the most part, there are some bad ones, but for the most part, have been awesome. We're still in contact with Wizards fans. They've been great as well. We really really appreciate you. Now, guys, it's time to get to work. Russell Westbrook has already got plenty of videos out there. Uh, he is out there working on that three-point shot. He's working on the sidestep three-point shot, which I think will be great for him if he can definitely knock that down in the games. Keep working on that. It is time to get to work. The Brody himself is already at work. Let's get it. Now, guys, right here is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. Also, guys, there will be a video coming out this weekend on YouTube. Hit me up there. Hit that subscribe button. J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I appreciate you guys so much for listening to the Westworld Podcast. He is a Laker, guys. Let's get to work. Let's get the dub. The only thing... That escapes Russell Westbrook is a chip. That is the only goal. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, I'm your host, JD Jackson. You can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook is the chip, at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. As always, until next time, peace.